We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'll be there in a hurry. You don't have to worry. Oh, baby, there ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no valley Cameron, John Ritchie. 94 WIP. Twitter poll question of the day. What's the bigger advantage for the Eagles Sunday? Home field advantage or Hertz over Purdy advantage? You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Well, John, uh, Joel was an advantage over Ben last night. Better basketball player and certainly showed, although Joel did struggle uh, shooting from the field. And I think he might have been in some ways overhyped, although <laughs> he's trying to go out of his way after the game. Like, oh, nothing to see here. Just another game. No, that was not just another game. Joel was, and by the way, it was a highly entertaining game. It really, really was. And I'll also say, while I'm pumped up to Sixers won, I do want to say, you know, let's not get too pumped considering Durant didn't play. I mean, the Sixers barely won um, against the Durant-less Nets team. But the Sixers did generally control the game. It just got close there in those final couple minutes where it got a a little nerve-wracking. When they took Ben off the court. (laughs) Well. Exactly, when they took Ben off the court. <laughs> they weren't in a hurry to get him back out there. Unbelievable. Rolling. Let's listen to Joel postgame. Joel, um, you know, basically, and I don't believe him, by the way, asked yeah, a little extra oomph, you know, going, going against Ben, a little, little extra something. He's like, yeah, nothing to see here. I don't buy it. Uh, I was not. Uh, I mean, if you look at the way I play, uh, doesn't matter whatever matchup every single night. 
uh, whoever is in front of me, it's always the same aggression and you know it's always the same aggression as far as you know trying to score the ball. Um, tonight, you know that was the same thing. Uh, miss a miss a lot of shots today, um, which hasn't happened in a while. So you know I had a bad night, um, but I'm happy we got the win. Don't buy it, John. I mean, I buy that he's happy they got the win, but come on. He was, when it was be, when Ben was on him and Joel would get the ball in the post, Yeah. you know, after there had been a switch or something, I mean, he was like a freaking Mack truck trying to go through his chest. Yeah, and that was good to see. <laughs> it was fun. There was increased aggression, and that was a real positive. I thought that you saw, you know, uh, a similar, uh, I don't know, heightened intensity from James Harden especially down the stretch. And that was that was outstanding to well, see. And that one We've where seen he, that a few times this year I where agree. he actually ratchets up his level of play when you're you're I agree. in the down and dirty time, you know, like fourth fourth quarter. Yes. It was uh it was great. He was Harden was really good. Uh, he's played really good ball, John. Uh, and by even the way, defensively, you know, yes. getting uh, poking the ball out, doing yes. doing the little things. I felt uh, I felt great about man. Melton was awesome yeah, last night. Yeah. Uh, it was it was really really positive. Tyrese Maxey, man, just the next level. He yeah. continues to rise, and uh, the lingering effects from the injury no longer seem to be upon him. I'm excited about where this what this team is going to do this year. Yeah, I mean we're we're going to obviously dive deeper in once the Eagles are done, but just know this: the Phillies thing. To the Eagles thing, to potentially the Sixers thing. I yeah. mean, guys, look look at the league. Look at the West. Look at the East. You will see no classically giant team that's impossible to beat. There's yeah. there's no – I mean, the Warriors who won the title. 1980 again, Joe? The Redux? Well, you know, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about – well, Flyers aren't going to get there. No, I know. But, you know, I mean, three, closest we've ever hey, gotten since then. What did Meatloaf say? Two out of three ain't, ain't bad? <laughs> right. Th- three out of four ain't bad. Uh, Sixers got a shot. But, look, if you're at the game last night or watched on TV, obviously we'd love to get your reaction in the midst of all the Eagles conversation, what you made of the Ben thing. Obviously he started slow, picked it up in the third quarter, got benched in the fourth quarter. What did you make of it? But obviously mostly heavy today on the Eagles. Jalen Hurts' disrespect. He's just taking uh, – I don't know. He's just – people nationally just don't seem to get it, both regarding this game and how he is amongst the truly great young quarterbacks – truly great quarterbacks in football. By the way, before back to all the regular phone calls – I see on my screen, I referenced him about a half hour ago. One of the most naturally funny people I have ever known. We've all ever known. Mr. Tony Bruno's in the house. What's up, Tony? How are you guys? My phone's been blowing up. I'm getting tweets. <laughs> I'm getting texts. I'm getting, oh, my God, Joe DeCamera just ripped you. No. And then I said, I no, rip- no, they didn't say that. They said that Joe DeCamera's saying that I'm naturally funny. Well, I am a natural man, not a natural woman, though, because the Aretha Franklin song is now being banned because we cannot say you make me feel like a natural woman. Yeah, but anymore, sometimes, so. Tony, you do the Shania Twain thing. Like, you know, you feel like a woman. I remember you dancing well, around. Yeah. yeah, years ago, man. That was, that was I've your thing. I've done that on karaoke stages, <laughs> working a pole in Burbank, California. So I feel, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not transitioning. But, I, you know, sometimes I feel like a man. Sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes I don't. You know what I mean? You know hey, what I'm saying? Tony, how about this? You pumped up for the Eagles game, man? Uh, you know how pumped up I am, Joe, seriously, because I'm living here in Florida now, yep, yep. and there's a lot of Eagle fans down here. I can't go anywhere. Because, you know, the Eagle people from Philly, people from Boston, people from New York, there are a lot of people who come down here either for the winter or move down here, and it's amazing. So 
we did something during the World Series. Me, I'm working for No Filter Network, which is a, a network created by former athletes who were canceled, uh, who are now, you know, want to have free speech and say what they want without worrying about being canceled again. And so I'm doing a show with Eric Burns on Sunday. We're going to do a watch party. And so we did this during the World Series, and we had unbelievable numbers because people from all over the country and all over the world are chiming in as we watch the game in real time. It's not a ripoff on the, uh, you know, on the, on the Mannings because this is, where, this is Mannings on steroids. You know, and so we're by, watching by the way, the game. by the way, Pey- Peyton, a funny guy, but uh, Tony, I got to give you a funnier, funnier than Peyton Manning, who is a naturally funny guy himself, by the way. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Because he gets it. You know, he gets it. You don't have to be, you know, people, when you watch Peyton Manning play, you know, he, he, on the field, you know, he wasn't exactly effervescent. Yeah, he, he looked like, he looked leader. like a ro- he looked like a robot out there. But when you deal with the Tony with, with the Peyton Manning in, in real, not that I've met met him, but you can just tell it comes through the television. That, that guy's a funny guy. Yeah, he's now he's actually carrying Eli. Eli, who has two Super Bowl rings, is now a superstar too, and it's all because of Peyton. Now Eli's got his own little sense of humor, but it's, there's no doubt that the Peyton Manning mystique is rubbing off on him, and they're great together. Even even yeah. Cooper, even Archie, the whole family yeah. is funny now. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right, Tony, would you watch hey, that show? Would you watch a watch party with fans just going crazy and? And giving their real opinions. And I'm not going to be, it's not going to be, oh, you know, Brian Brock Purdy, you suck. And, oh, Jalen Hurts, how did you right. do that? It's going to be just I like gotcha. reacting to the game. Last right, time t- I t- did t- it was t- when t- the Eagles. Tony, t- t- let me ask you a question, man. Are the Eagles yeah. going to win the Super Bowl? Well, they got to get there first. No, I'm, ask- do, I'm asking you, are the Eagles going to win the Super Bowl? Yes. I agree. And you know why? Because I felt in 2013, or 2017. Yep. No, and I predicted 13-2 and two and I got ripped when I was still on in Philly radio and you, you were there in Minnesota. I was there in Minnesota. This will be my 41st Super Bowl. I'm going to Glendale no matter what. But to me, when you look at the, look at this team, this team is actually better than that Super Bowl team in 2017. I agree with you. And every facet of the game. And that's not a knock. Those guys were miraculous, but this team is locked in and, and there's no doubt. So, I'm excited, man. I'm a, you going to Arizona? I'm not, well, not that we know of. I mean, I, I guess if the Eagles get there, maybe the station could send us. But I tend to think we will probably be anchored here. That, that would be my guess. That's an outrage, Joe. <laughs> Who Listen, do I have to talk to? No, to get no, no, down? Tony. It's all good, man. Listen, I can, I can go to the highest uh, levels of uh, Odyssey <laughs> and sit down. I, you know, I do some. I work with Odyssey now. You know, you the go. Nick Hale show. There you go. Part of the family. So I'm part of the family again. So whatever, whoever you need me. You know, to say, do you know who Joe DeCamera no, is? It ain't like do you that, Do you know who Tom. John Ritchie is? Do <laughs> hey, you know who I am? Hey, Tone, stay, stay, <laughs> stay well, man. Stay well, Tony. Thank you for calling All right, in, Tony. Thank you. All right, there Thanks, he brother. is, Tony Bruno. How about it? On fire, as always. All right, to the phones. Will in Northeast Philadelphia. Hi, Will. Boutron, how y'all doing today? Super, Will. Oh, man, listen, you know what? I'm just so sick of everybody talking about the MVP, the best coach and all. Listen. We don't play the game for all that. We play the game for that trophy and the rings. You know what I'm saying? So none of that matters. What really matters is winning the Super Bowl. We 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 know who's most improved. We already see it. You see, it's nothing but a lot of Philly haters. But you know, I'm gonna run off some things. You know, most you know, they wanted to see a pocket quarterback. Check. They wanted to see accuracy. Check. They wanted to see leadership. Check. They wanted to see a future quarterback. Check. They wanted to see if they, we would go another step in the playoffs. Check. They wanted to see if we could read defense. Check. 
What more do you want? And what they yeah. want to see is the Super Bowl. And like I said, well, man, you know, I said Will, Will, you know what? I, well, hold on. I'll say this. I think they want to see that. But I, I'll tell you what else I think they want to say. I think people naturally want to see Hurts play like this or near this with lesser talent. Because right. I think there's that's a, unbelievable. I think and there's I, a, I think that's the key. There's a pers- that's the key. When, yeah. Once your roster is ravaged by your giant contract, then you got to go play like you're playing now. And so it's going to be a, continue to sit and wait until people will actually give this guy the credit he deserves. Because right. I expect him to look better, continue to evolve. Well, he will improve. improve. Now, look, it will improve. get hard. I mean, to be clear, it will get harder. I mean, he's going to have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Goddard next year. And he should have a good chunk of the offensive line. But something's going to get harder. Not Quez? You're not, you're not citing Quez? <sighs> Dude. Hey, Quez is really in trouble. I mean, For he's next falling year, you off. Yeah. I, I agree with you. He I, might not be an eagle. I think he's had a disappointing season. The way that Pascal got out there and got after it last week against yeah. the Giants, it was it was inspiring play. We hear Sirianni rave yep. about Pascal all the time. I mean, the Quez Watkins thing, it, it feels like it was an experiment that has failed. Yeah. And now they're moving past it. hasn't worked well. Hey, Will, give me an answer. Who's naturally funny without being a comedian? I got you real quick. Just real quick. Real, real quick. Um, just don't fall in that, that little, you know, thing like Embiid did last year because he didn't get the uh, the MVP. Please don't do that. You know, don't let that bother you mentally. You're talking about Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah well, okay, yeah. A, funny, a, funny, a funny guy, man. Every time you see uh, – you see him anywhere. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. The Rock is somewhat funny. It's a funny. good answer. Yeah. I, I don't Very think he's charismatic. like. charismatic. I mean, he's funny just the way he puts that eyebrow up. Like, it's he's not saying anything, but he just does that eyebrow thing. And, you know, it's it's got a, a humorous bent to it. Let's go to Tim right now in Wilmington. Yo, Tim. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Great, Tim. Gosh, I've never been on here before, so I'm a little nervous about this. Oh, uh, don't be nervous. I think Shaq. Shaq's funny. Shaq is funny. He is. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. And I tell you what, this is the most exciting time for Eagles fans. The Eagles are by far the best team in football. There's no doubt about it. I agree. If anybody really looks and watches some of the games they played this year, I think you could come up against any team ever in the history of football, National Football League. And watching San Francisco against Dallas, they don't worry me at all. I think they're going to beat San Francisco by 17, 20 points and go on and win the Super Bowl. And if I was an owner of a football team, I would take Jalen Hurts over Patrick Mahomes or any of them. Well, I won't take yeah, him over Mahomes, but I would. Um, I would, Tim. I, that's I'm a big you. statement, John. I, I understand. For his, and I for his think age, Mahomes he's is so wise for his age. He knows how to carry himself. He doesn't say things to get himself, you know, in a lot of controversy or anything. He, he's, he's a smooth character, man. He, and he's a good player. And he's on time with the throws. Yeah. If they play right and they call the right plays. Nobody can beat them if they just, you know, everybody's healthy. Yeah. No one has a chance. Uh, the Eagles fans, I think, are just have a hard time believing how good the Eagles really are, accepting it because we, you know, all the years we've put up with a lot of, you know, bad teams, good teams, this and that. But that's the Tim, I'll tell you this, man. I think around here, I appreciate the call. I think around here, there's um, a lot of confidence in the Eagles, a lot. Big faith. I think the, you know, people, and I'll raise my hand, I was nervous. Uh, after what we saw in the final month of the regular season. But I think that Giants game quelled a lot of those fears, and there's big belief. So, you know, to me it's more about how people that are not Eagles fans view the Eagles that I find irritating. 
Look, it is what it is. I mean, they're going to, they and we are all going to find out one way or the other very soon. I mean, this whole thing comes two and a half weeks, finish line. Man, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get a little bit more nervous now. I mean, like the closer we get, uh, following the Giants game, I was so just supremely confident, yes, chest you were. puffed out, belief, uh, just through the roof. And, Man, the closer we get, the realization that this 49ers team is just so much better. I mean, significantly better than anyone we've played. I have confidence that Jalen will know what to do, that the scheme that they create for him will give him, you know, a back door if if the front door is closed. You know, there's always that next option that he'll get to, and he'll do that right. But... There were times this year, do you remember against, uh, I think it was against the Saints, we, with a different quarterback in there, were thwarted on the uh, read option because of the way the defensive end played it. You know, just mm-hmm. just sort of took two. Like, yeah, he you did have a it. couple jobs yeah. because he was athletic, and that made it very difficult to for Gardner Minshew right. to do anything. But it's not Hurts, you know. I, mean, I know, yeah, I know. It's yeah. not Hurts. I, I do. I have supreme faith in his ability to do the right thing and to out athletic people while he's doing it. But these players, these defenders for the 49ers are different than the people that we've been doing it to. And and so you know now that we're getting closer and closer, like that that's creeping in. I guess whether you. I want it to or not, they well, are yeah. really, really good. I mean, beyond good, sure. beyond what we've seen, and we we just haven't seen it. We haven't seen them do it against a team of this caliber. Well, you're right. I expect them to, but I know it's it, it has to look a little bit different. No, I, I agree. I mean, Bosa's a different dude than who they have faced. I mean, he can do what, what Cam Jordan did. No, I get it. He can do it better. And, you know, if you're Bosa this week, the main thing you're doing is studying how Jalen Hurts plays and how players have properly defended Hurts and not properly defended Hurts, meaning those edge guys, when they crash on the quarterback and then the running back gets the ball, or they crash on the running back and then the quarterback keeps the ball – or the guy that just kind of figures out, I don't want to call it, it's not the pattern, but just figures out how to best do it. He knows that they're going to do what we did to Micah Parsons, where he's the focal point. Right. We're, we're not even touching you, Nick Bosa. We're going to put you at a disadvantage where you have to make a choice, yeah. and then we're going to play off of that. So, you know, how does he react? I, I know he is so incredibly talented. It's probably he'll react differently than what we've seen. Up to this point. Yeah, I mean, look, it is a greater challenge. But I'll tell you this, on, on the Hurts front, John. So, when a quarterback gets credit for reading the defense, pre-snap or post-snap, you know, the classic guys, Manning. I mean, Brady. People don't talk about it with Brady as much as Manning, but Brady does it. Um, I mean, I think Mahomes is very good at it. Burrow's very good at Mahomes it. Mahomes is incredible. Yeah, no, no, no question. No question. They're so, so precocious uh, in, that, in that regard. And, you know, I don't know that Hurts is as good at it as those guys in the traditional sense, downfield looking, plays going on, getting in the fourth receiver. No, I mean, a true pocket. Yeah, sense? he's he's well, not. I don't how think could he be right. I, I agree. It's not really what they do. He hasn't done it a ton, so I, I don't think he's as evolved on that as those guys are. But right. where he is, and that's part of no, why people hold this against him. I agree with you. But here's what people are missing: 
He's exceptionally evolved. He is the creme de la creme. More than anyone at, we've seen play in the NFL. At doing what we were just talking about. Yes. At, at, at the style no of offense he's run. No one's ever done it this Yes. Well. It's, it's true. No, I mean, he because he sets a new standard right. that everyone else is now trying to achieve. They probably totally. won't. Listen, I mean, some someone will come along someday and, 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 and could be of that ilk. But, like, Ma- Malcolm Gladwell years ago had the 10,000-hour uh, rule thing, a famous author. And basically his point was, and he, he made the point of Tiger Woods and some others, that if you do something long enough over and over and over and over and over again, Tiger being someone that was golfing when he was three years old, two years old, that you can just become, like, really exceptional at it because you've done it so many times. Jalen Hurts has been doing this his whole football life. He wasn't asked in college to run a pro-style offense. He was asked in college to run this kind of offense. And so he's gotten really, 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 really good at it. And it counts. It might look different. It might not be pro-style. People hold it against him and the Eagles. Oh, it sort of doesn't. It's not legitimate. It's not? Eagles' victory against the Giants wasn't legitimate? They didn't actually advance in the playoffs? I thought I saw them advance. I thought I saw Fox put up a graphic saying Eagles made the NFC Championship game. Some people, they, they just don't get it, man. It's where football's headed for most people. It's where it is right now here in Philly. It's here in Philly because of Jalen Hurts, and he is better at it, at that thing. He is better at it than anybody who has ever played football. Right. Ever. That thing he's better at than anyone who has ever played football. That sounds like such a massive statement that it couldn't possibly be true, but it is true. It's 100% true, right? <laughs> yeah. 215592. Take pride in that. 94-94. saying, hey, how can that go wrong? It's amazing. It is, it's it really is. awesome. Yeah. When, you th- when you put it in that context, it really does crystallize yeah. it in a different way. It's true. Uh, life advice with the hammer up ahead. Phone calls as well. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie. On WIP. Hey, the Philadelphia Auto Show is back. It's a great time, by the way. The Auto Show, John and I have been there a number of times. Philadelphia Auto Show is back, and it has something for everyone, even local sports fans. Tyrese Maxey will be at the Auto Show this Sunday at noon for a special Q&A session with fans. Yep, that's Maxey. He's going to be at the Auto Show. Get charged up with uh, E-Track and take a ride in electric vehicles from Chevy, Ford, Nissan, Volkswagen, and Toyota. And you can, of course, experience the capabilities of an EV sponsored by Pico. New vehicles, customs, classics. Experience the ride. Visit phillyautoshow.com. That's phillyautoshow.com for details and for tickets. Seltzer busting this one out, man. You know, this will always remind me of the Forrest Gump soundtrack. What a soundtrack. It was incredible. It was. When I was in uh, my freshman year of college, uh, my roommate had this. The double disc. Yeah, double double disc. It's exactly right. Every song. Every song. (laughs) They were haymakers. A classic. And yeah, what what an album. If you haven't experienced it. Totally. Really something. Totally there. incredible. By the way, I just, I just like, I'm a, I think like a relatively good employee. I try to be nice to my fellow coworkers and 
Yeah, not, I'd say you're you're you know you're good around the office. Not call cause messages and you know messages. Um, except me- that one time messages. you messages messages. <laughs> except that one time you cut our boss's boss with the glass. The one time we had to clean. Up oh the glass. yeah, well yeah. Well, I have a similar <laughs> you one, but cut our bosses. We talked boss? about this on the air. Remember, he broke the glass and and yeah, yeah. had to clean it up and and he, and cut, he, ended himself? Up cut, himself. I didn't know he cut himself. Yeah. He wow. did cut himself. I thought he did cut himself. I don't remember that either way. Anyway, boss boss. Well, all I was trying to say is I just spilled water. It was right before <laughs> oh, no. the segment began, so I, I did not clean up the water. It's just full disclosure. Water's out there. It's not a ton. Someone could slip in that. It's and... on a counter. You're That's not going to slip. Oh. Nope, nope, yep. okay. So I'm just just, just saying uh, I'll likely get it next segment unless Seltzer wants to you know, help a guy out in the meantime. <laughs> you know, I'm doing a show here, too, right? <laughs> oh, wow. Right, I can just walk out in the middle of the show. Life advice with the hammer coming up in a moment. First, I want to play some audio here. Uh, a lot of calls to the segment also. Peter Schrager, uh, NFL Network, with an interesting um, perspective today I had not previously heard or known about. Uh, regarding an advantage for the Eagles in this game, if you buy it as an advantage. Uh, listen to Peter Schrager. Listen to his analysis. By the way, he talked for a long time. James condensed the audio down to the heart of the matter. Here's Peter Schrager on what he believes is a very sizable advantage for the Eagles Sunday against Brock Purdy. The building of a game plan like this is hugely important also, and that happens throughout this week. Every single piece of information on the opponent matters. Every play from that opponent's season, or even a season ago, ends up being dissected and worked into an overall strategy for one 60-minute clash, which is why I think the Eagles have two very important special weapons that you've likely never heard of. Folks, the X factor in Sunday's NFC Championship game could very well be these guys. Who are these guys? That's DK McDonald, the assistant DB's coach. That's Tyler Scudder, the defensive assistant. Both DK McDonald and Tyler Scudder spent time in the past few years as coaches on the Iowa State Cyclones coaching staff. McDonald was the DB's coach at Iowa State. Scudder was a defensive assistant. They spanned from 2016 to 2021. McDonald and Scudder, Iowa State, what's... If any coaches in the entire NFL have a read on what makes Brock Purdy tick, (laughs) what gets under Uh, his skin... Interesting. What could possibly rattle the kid who seemingly cannot be rattled... It's those two men. All right, so that's Peter Schreger. The point, if you don't connect the dots, is that's where Brock Purdy went to college. He went to Iowa State. Now, John, you famously lost the Super Bowl, and I'm not making fun of you here. I'm just saying because the opposing coach, John Gruden, in that case, now then coaching for Tampa, had remarkable intel on your Raider squad. And, and no one's saying it's to that, that extent here, right? right? Because that was a whole different deal. He had, he had been your head coach for years. He knew your system, the whole deal. Um, but he do you, taught us. He system. taught you taught you the system, and 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 it played out in the way that Super Bowl was played. But do you buy that this is either a an advantage or b like a solid advantage for the Eagles having two defensive coaches that were defensive coaches at the school Brock Purdy attended for all those years? I think it's a thing. I agree uh, that uh, there's very little out there. You know, you've got six seven games yep. on Brock Purdy to to really examine. And so the teams don't quite know. Uh, they, they protect him. You know, Kyle Shanahan does a great job of, of, you know, not putting too much on his plate. 
uh, not putting him in situations where he's you know unfamiliar or uncomfortable and so you don't have a lot out there that shows you okay he can't make this throw he doesn't pick up this you know secondary rotation he's not good at this I I do think that they can provide a wealth of knowledge yeah. of just what makes Brock Purdy tick I like it and that can certainly help us create formulated game plan that makes him as uncomfortable as possible I like it I mean I hadn't heard that till this morning he said it this morning it's a, it's a nice good, little good point nice little extra thing there let's talk to Dan in Philadelphia right now hi Dan hey guys how are we today super John, you brought up something earlier about Joey Bosa, um, which I kind of agree, but uh, I got Bosa. a different take yeah, on it. Yeah, Nick, Nick, Nick Bosa, Bosa. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, yeah it, it, one of the Bosa boys. <laughs> so I think it's going to be harder for Bosa to get more pressure on Hurts than it was Parsons, and we did a great job with Parsons. Parsons stands up, so he kind of has a vision of what's going on. Bosa's coming out of a stance, and he's banging right into an offensive lineman, which is good at – kind of hampered what he's looking at. So he's going to have to guess right away whether he's going to stick in for the run or, or he's going to think it's going to be a pass. So I, I think we have an advantage on Bosa more than we did Parsons. Because of week. a three-point stance? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're standing up at the line, don't, don't you kind of see what's happening as opposed to somebody literally right in your face with their hands on your shoulder? Well, I, I hope you can see what's happening uh, from a three-point stance. You're, you're trying to see. You are, I guess it is a little more restricted so then you know you take that first step and react uh but it, it gives you an advantage that you're firing out you got good leverage that yeah. sort of thing plus it's, by the way dan he can make an adjustment i mean he doesn't have to do the same thing every time no, i mean you're gonna I, have I there's gonna can. be a cat just, it's a cat and mouse game out there obviously i just think we handled parsons really really well uh when we played them and um we did so as for the eagles hey i agree like so they're saying maybe nick Nick Sirianna doesn't deserve it this year because of all the weapons. Well, what about when Doug had, you know, a mismatch of players, lost his starting MVP quarterback, and still made it to the uh, playoffs? He didn't win it that, that year either. Sean McVay did, who, had, right. who actually had stars. So what, what, is, what is the parameters of what makes a head coach? Like, I mean, the coach of the year. I, I, I don't get it. And for Hurts, you can't, I don't think it's a racial thing. I mean, because I, I think Tua – and and uh, Patrick Mahomes, they all get a way more love than Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're not white guys. And I just, again, it comes back to I just, and I hate saying this, I hate like being a victim, but it, I do, I do think it's a Philly hate thing that's going on. You know, it might be. I, I, I just think it's more of a style of play thing. Is is what I think. I think it's more but doesn't a style. Tua play the same way, and everybody loves them. No, no, no. Tua doesn't do what Hurts does. Tua doesn't run nearly as much as Hurts does. Not as much, but but just as effectively when he does run. No, no Tua no, doesn't no. run like at all. No, Tua no. barely I, runs. No, he really doesn't, Dan. Dan, give me a big answer, man. Who's funny without being a comedian? How about Peyton Manning? Yeah, I referenced it earlier, but I'll I'll put it down. I I I'll put it down. I'll put it. He's a good answer. I mean, Peyton is. Uh, I don't know if I referenced it in, in relation to sort of answering the question. So Peyton, no, you didn't. Peyton's a, a worthy answer for sure. Let's talk to uh, – bu- bu- let's go to Sean right now. Hi, Sean. Hey. There's Sean. Hi, Sean. Oh, Sean is like just not, not quite – he's there, but he's not there. Jeff in Wilmington. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, guys. What's going Hi, on? Hi, Jeff. Got a lot. Um, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot. There's quite a few things that I think – uh, result in the Jalen disrespect. One of them is, you know, the fact that he had to tr- he transferred colleges because Saban obviously didn't think he could, you know, play up to his level. 
you got the guy coming in as a second round pick behind a you know the guy we thought was going to be our guy and he the only positives that we had from him last year or at least what everyone was saying was were his intangibles well his intangibles are what made him what he is now because of his work ethic because yeah. of how intelligent he is because of what he sees yep. how he practices all those things have built up to what he is right now and i really did not agree with gannon earlier you guys put you, you guys said it right after you hung up with him I yeah we didn't agree either guy. we did not agree you know the, the mentality of let's see what he does next let's see what he does next let's see what he does next that that really bothers me like the guy obviously is a great quarterback and the fact that he didn't get named with those other three kind of bothers me who did that okay let me ask you this the guy that said that yeah was he a former player? No, or was he... no, no. Just you know, you hear these commentators, analysts all around the nation. And by the way, I've heard that from other people. I mean, there, there. It's a, it's a comment. We talked about it about last week. How on Sunday, so much of the conversation on on the TV shows was Burrow and Mahomes and Allen because they were yeah. three of the four remaining AFC quarterbacks at that point. And so, and, and I, I, I get it from a conference standpoint. And, and that conference is more loaded. So there's a natural conversation of that conference's quarter because they also have Lamar. They also have two in the conference. I mean, that conference has a lot of good – they got, they got oh. the Chargers, dude. I mean, they got a lot of good quarterbacks. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's just I just don't see how – again, like, like take put it this way. M- Magic Johnson won a championship as a rookie. And, and while mm-hmm. I was too young to have experienced it because I was two years old – I have a you know like a pretty good feeling. Pretty quickly, he was anointed. It was understood that he was really awesome. I mean, he was the star of Game Six. Unfortunately, it was against he the was. Sixers. You know, but he scored 42, 15, and seven. So people knew, even though he didn't have six titles after his rookie year, he had won, and he had won the prior year in college. But people knew like Magic is legit, and you know, yes. my sense is people were willing to say that. Now, Hertz hasn't won a title yet, but why can't his early career excellence be seen nationally the way we say it that's that's what bothers me if you don't see it then you're there's some type of bias going on that's all there is it does feel like or, 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 or ignorance it's not always bias sometimes Do they you want s- to see it you know yeah like that that's well a- maybe so and guys i'm not saying hurts is magic johnson but i think you get my point like steph curry I mean, Steph's I an all-timer, too. But, like, there was a point where it was very obvious, Steph's amazing. I mean, there was a point he only had one championship. There was a point before he had one championship. But if you didn't know Steph Curry was amazing, then you, your eyes don't work. It was amazing. Exactly. You don't have to win four titles, which he now is at, to be known as one of the top, you know, two or three players. I mean, it's just... You know, part of the problem, too, is, like, you're talking about Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was just outstanding from the get-go, from the onset. Right. And... and that wasn't the case. No, for it's not. But but here's the no. I agree with you, John. That's huge in the perception. So he has put games on tape that that were a, like a different. He person, did. He did almost. But but I'll say this, and this is where I'll use another basketball analogy. He has. I believe Hertz has benefited from failure. And this is where yes. it's the exact opposite of Jaleel Okafor coming through the ranks. Okafor was. Hey, this make way, Jaleel Okafor. And and he did not meet resistance in his basketball life until he was about 20 years old, which is still young, by the way. 
but in an NBA sense, he was a player, and it's like, this guy's not that good, and and he didn't have the counterpunch because when he was 15, 16, 17, 18, people were like, oh, Jaleel Okafor, best in his class. So, you know, sometimes failure can really help shape you. Jeff, give me a yep. great answer, man. Who's funny without being a, a comedian? All right, this guy is probably the quirkiest guy I've ever come across or heard from. Dude actually bites his toenails. He watches oh, multiple, yes. multiple seasons Waiting on of the, the same show. And I'm talking to him right now, Mr. Joe DeCamp. All right, Jeff. It's hilarious. I don't think I'm hilarious, but. Mmm. 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 See, that would be unintentional right there. Unintentional yeah, comedy? Yeah, whatever works, man. <laughs> I was thinking, that was uh, Pete the Hammer, right? Thinking, yeah. thinking through a question. Uh-huh. All right, James, uh, I know you guys enjoy when we do a little life advice. So let's crank it up. A little life advice with the hammer. And by the way, John, that point about Hertz and Okafor, to me, that's a classic. Look, I, I, I haven't had any kids, right? And I, you know, probably won't. But it's it's why I believe as, as an observer of how people raise kids, throw the kids in the fire. Let them fail. Let them fail. Mm-hmm. And let them learn that. It's really difficult. I know, but, I, but you know what I'm saying? I agree with you. I, mean, I think it's important. Getting up off the canvas is so critical in life because we're all going to find our way to the canvas at many twists and turns. So let the kids fail early and, and don't be a participation trophy society. Let them fail. Let them see little Johnny get up there and get the trophy and you didn't get it. And let the kid be motivated by the fact, I mean, I'm giving you life advice right now. Let the kid be motivated by the fact Johnny got the award instead of you and hopefully you come back swinging better the next time. That's my. That's really my opinion on society in that regard. All right, life advice with the hammer is brought to us by uh, Miller Lite's ticket giveaway. Join James Seltzer, Elliot Shore Parks, and uh, Brent Selleck at McSorley's in Ardmore tomorrow night for a chance to win tickets to Sunday's game. Celebrate responsibly. James Seltzer, what does someone need help with? Although I did just give advice, but what does someone else? Well, actually, uh, you're going to give three advices because I was going to oh, do two God. today because oh, they're both related to the same idea, and it's a very important idea. It's about people who have issues with the game this Sunday and how they're going to watch it. So I have that issue. So we're going to do. Okay, good. Oh, I have. I don't so, know okay. where I'm going to be. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do two separate type of versions. Fine. And you can, so here's the first one. The first one's Joe. Joe says, uh, my wife's best friend's wedding is on Sunday. Okay, hold on. My wife's best friend's wedding. Got it. Oh, well, you so. don't, you don't go to the wedding. That's the first ceremony. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the answer, but go ahead. So he said his wife is in the wedding. So yeah, she goes to the wedding. It. You don't go to the wedding. So you do. No, so you that's it. at the venue. What does yeah. he do? You just say, don't go. You don't go to the wedding. You just tell her, I am sorry, honey. I mean, if it's during three to six. Four you, o'clock is the ceremony. You don't, oh. yeah, you don't go to the wedding. I love that, Joe. By the way, by the way, I love that. you can also very easily make a huge chunk of the reception. Well, yeah, go, four, go after. Guys, four o'clock wedding till Great five. Success. Normally, some transfer to a different location. Let's just say the reception starts at 530. So you missed the first hour of the reception. No problem. No harm. No fun. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. I think it's a cra- okay, so good. easy. This one's a little tougher. Okay. Um, and I think there's one you, you're you know close with your mother, all that. Yep. You talked about watching stuff with your mother. Yep. Philly Philly uh, says, my mother wants me to watch the NFC championship game with her. I'm her only child. But I want to hang with the boys. Yeah. How do I compromise? Yeah, it's tough, man. Mm. That's tough. Um, <sighs> look, my honest instincts are: if your mom's he's making really, the request, good. you I should like you should probably watch the game with your mom. Now, how old your mom is might play a part. You know, it just let's be real: fifty-five-year-old mom, eighty-year-old mom, different. Di- different situations, different futures. So I, you know. 
only you can feel it from your end. I would just tell you this. If, if you are close with your mom and she made the request, uh, I think you should watch the game with your mom. That's my honest opinion. I think you can sort of split the difference. You can here. hang with your boys after the game. You can bring tell your, your boys, boys to hang with your mom. To your mom, yeah, well, you could do that too. too. Yeah, like, that's true. I, I think your mom sorry, would be excited by I getting a chance that. to get to know your friends better. So you can you can set up a whole spread. Yeah. You know, to, hey mom, I'm gonna handle it. You know, like I'll set I'll do the cooking and set up the bar and all that stuff. We're gonna have a huge party. You don't have to do anything. I just want to be with you, but yeah. we all want to hang out with you, too, as we watch our Eagles. It's great. I love it. Well done. Life advice with the hammer, with the assist from John Ritchie <laughs> and James Seltzer. To the phones we go. Howard asking at noon today. By the way, I'm looking forward when we talk to Howard because he and I – so the Eagles are facing Nick Bosa, and while the 49ers have a lot of great players, and Bosa is one of the top three and probably their best. John, Bosa, Debo, or McCaffrey or Kittle? Who's one? Or Warner. I mean, he's up there, or too. Or Warner. Or Warner. It might be Fred Warner. You think so? He's wow. unbelievable. Okay. Man. I but, mean. You know, it's but he doesn't have those, you know, obvious stats, the, the, the touchdowns, the sure. sacks, well, the yeah. things that, you know, you really uh, the jump off the page. A great linebacker is fun, man. A guy like Bobby he's Wagner, what he did all those years in Seattle, you know, and he can run. This guy can run down the field the way Erlacher could run down the field. He's really, really good. Anyway, my point on Bosa, whichever way you rank him, he's a great Debo's player. Debo's so versatile. Debo's though. so good. Um, I was at an event with Howard about three years ago. I'm not making this up. Like, I don't want to say like got into it like he got nasty. It didn't get nasty, but it was like Howard and Nick Bosa's father kind of like what? Yeah, there's a little bit like going on up on the get stage. Get out of here! Yeah, Howard and Nick Bosa's father. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, we'll we'll talk to Howard and get to the bottom. Yeah, we got to find out if his, you know, Nick Bosa uh, father uh, like a battle a couple years ago. Let's go to Chris. I was there. It was it was like, what is what is happening right now? All right, let's go to Christopher. (laughs) Christopher, you're on WIP. Hey, good morning. Hi, Christopher. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I'm glad you guys brought up this topic because it was something that I've been talking about all year. Um. I, I agree with the guy that, you know, ranked the top three quarterbacks as far as Mahomes, Burrow, and, and Allen. I would even put three more other quarterbacks ahead of Jalen Hurts. See, who? Back in, yeah, who? Uh, this is in the future. Well, hold on, that's, that's a little – it's a little different, but, okay, give me your future ranking. Go ahead. Well, I'd, I'd also go ahead and go Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, um, Allen, Trevor Lawrence, and then Kenny Pickett. No, that's holy not, cow, not, not, not. Christopher! That's, you've discredited you've discredited your ability to be known as a, a sports fan with a brain. Any picket? I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna have to <laughs> small use hands picket. Go ahead, you're gonna have to use intelligence out there. Yeah, a lot of people don't talk about you know how Peyton Manning how he get, how, how he was so good on audibling on the field. That's what made him so great. If you Every play is an audible for Jalen. Like these plays are called in. He's got option upon option. It, it it's I sort of the like same. Christopher Hurts doesn't even often often he doesn't even know what he's going to do until after the play's begun. Yeah, it's but but he like, but he reads it and, and does he makes the right choice. I mean, John, I don't know the number. That's like ninety. Yeah, percent of the time. Yeah, it's, it's above ninety five percent of the time. He makes the right choice. It's incredible. Yeah, a lot of the times he's it's already rehearsed. It's already predetermined where he's going to go. He throws 50 no, 50 balls. You're, no. And then, and then and then when it, his options not open, he's going to go ahead and take off with his legs. It it takes a level of intelligence to play the quarterback position. So and he's just he does not have that. I I'm I'm saying there's going to be Get a lot some of- facts and come back and see me. 
<laughs> There's going to be a lot more quarterbacks that are going to be ahead of him before he even. Right. Right. You might have won worse call of the day. All right, Christopher, we're, we're still going to give you a chance to win. This is what people think. Yeah, but this guy's a knucklehead. Chris, who's other than, I don't know, who, who's funny without being a comedian? I don't even know what to say to you. All right, well, I respect you guys' opinion. Hopefully you respect mine. Uh, I'm going to go with Conor, Conor McGregor. You got it. I respect your right ability, your opinion. right to have an opinion. <laughs> I do not respect your opinion. So, Same. I, I think it's a perfect way to put it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sorry. But that's, but that's what we're working on. I think it's a horrible here. opinion. Yeah, but that guy's, but, that guy's the outlier, John. I mean, that, that guy. He just I mean, said Hurts wasn't smart enough to be in it. That was his, yeah. his take was Hurts is not smart enough to play the quarterback position like these other guys. And guess, that was what he said. And that may, was the, the core of his point. And maybe it's rooted in that – the style that Hurts utilizes is is believed to be college. Mickey Mouse college, so unconventional it sort of doesn't count. I, I you know, uh, I mean, come on, let's go to Fred in Springfield. We down our noses at actually. The, hang at on, the Fred. option stuff. As a I pro did initially. Player, I did initially. A, we thought yes. it would never work. The the whole wildcat thing. It was a flash in the pan, and we thought that proved that these concepts would yes. never translate. But they are translating, yes. and it is now proven, in my mind, that this can be the most effective way to attack a defense in the NFL. I agree, John. Yet, I, I'm with he, you. And I think everyone wants to be able to do it. No one can because we have this just unique unicorn of yeah, a quarterback. The perfect quarterback for it. Yeah. And uh, he is incredibly smart and incredibly astute and Kenny Pickett. Yeah. I mean, Kenny, come on. Come on. All right. Uh, Howard Askin joins us next. By the way, Ben Davis today at 1220, uh, and not just on the fills. Ben's going to be part of our show uh, in, in the months and years moving forward. We're excited about that. So, Ben with us at 1220, Ray Dittinger at 1245, and phone calls throughout the day. Joe to Cameron, John Rich, John WIP. Miller Lite wants to give you the best seat in the house for Sunday's championship game. So, join Elliott Short Park's Brent Selleck and me on Friday night at McSorley's Ale House in Ardmore at 8 p.m. where one lucky fan will win two club seats to Sunday's game. Enjoy Miller Lite specials. Take a selfie with Brent in the 2017 championship ring and talk birds with ESP and me. It's the Go Birds version of a best seat in the house Friday night at McSorley's in Ardmore with a chance to win Eagles tickets. Tastes like Miller time, Philadelphia. Celebrate responsibly. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.